0: We are the plan.
1: If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long
0: time. We are Conservative Daily.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Let's just go ahead and bring Brian on. CanCon, welcome to the show. Ah, he didn't expect me to do that. I went straight to it. Can't get you up. Are you there? There we go. Crushing that's, my that's soul there, said.
3: crushing my soul.
1: I was like, just bring him on to start with. What are we waiting for? We got, a, <laughs> we got a party to start.
3: Well, it's good to see you guys again. We all got to meet in person. Well, me and Joe have met before, but I got to meet Apollo this weekend, so that was awesome. Awesome. Uh, dude you're taller than i expected what's up with that man
0: i thought you were you were like i was gonna be looking at you eye to eye (laughs) and he was like this hi i'm a little." and
1: what did you say to me i think you said at least i'm taller than ben shapiro i think you said that i don't think i said that i think you want me to have said that (laughs) i I did want you to say that okay you didn't say it but i was gonna say it if you weren't gonna say it so i'll say it (laughs) thanks
3: i'm three a lot of people didn't know that i'm bald yes i shaved my head so uh it's mostly because I'm bald, but uh, I do shave my own head. But uh, yeah, dude, a lot of people didn't recognize me because of that. You know, they're not—they used to see me with the, this, the hoodie and the and the backwards ball cap, and uh, I was actually even button-down shirts, slash. Yeah, you were.
1: You were. You had drenched. it all. You had it going on.
3: I had to look professional, man. It was it was a uh, it was a professional event, so you know, I, I I'm not on Bannon's level yet, where he can just walk around like in the black black shirt with the you know, with like a jacket and three pens like everywhere he goes I'm not on that level yet maybe one day I'll get there but uh in the meantime I, I gotta dress up for events but it was great seeing you guys
1: it was really great seeing you it was yeah we uh it, it was a it was a pretty exciting event but I have questions I'm sure you have questions
3: so I'm, I'm actually in the process right now of going through um, all the state uh, uh, addresses, taking the notes and, and putting up the articles on Gateway because it, it's something that really needs to get out there. Uh, I thought that was an incredible thing for Mike Lindell to do and go through and showcase each state and give them the platform uh to discuss what happened in their state like you know for example i just put up an article about alabama where during the logic and accuracy test uh some some election integrity activists went and ran xerox ballots through the machines and they accepted it they accepted it i mean our vending machines don't accept fake counterfeit one dollar bills but our voting machines accept xerox ballots this is insanity
1: but, I mean, actually, I mean, just, just so you know, if you know what MBPs are, right? Mail ballot printers? Yep. So those are basically Xerox copies on, on paper. I mean, that's, that's basically what they are. So the machines are designed to take whatever, as long as it lines up, as long as it's square to the, and it lines up uh, as far as uh, how the paper goes into the machine and how the ballot is printed on the, on the ballot paper, it'll, it'll take almost anything.
3: Yeah, that, that's crazy. That should never happen. You, and, and then the other thing that that I, I caught in the Alabama presentation was that they went to go uh, try this theory in another county, which it also worked in, by the way. Uh, but they went to a printer, you know, a printing company, gave them an official ballot, and said, "I need copies of this." And they were perfectly okay doing that. That should be a law as well. Like a professional printing company, if you're given a a a, a an official mail-in ballot, an official ballot, and somebody asks you to make hundreds of copies. That should be against the law. You should never be allowed to, uh, you know, mass produce these 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 ballots like that.
1: So, I, I mean, I, I want to point this out. You can print your own ballots. You can Xerox copies of ballots. And yet, they want us to believe that this is a, a free and fair election. And and I got to tell you, there was so much information that came out of every state. It's unbelievable how much they align.
3: It really is. And, and I'm only I'm only on Alaska right now, because <laughs> you know the whole event. I was there doing interviews and everything like that. So uh, I didn't get to pay as much attention as I would have liked to to some of the presentations. So some of these are are, are new to me. You know, I haven't heard them yet. So. Um, this is going to be an experience. I got my my day filled up for the next uh, week or so.
1: <laughs> yeah, and make sure you watch it on one point five. You know, I, I didn't actually remember that you could do one point five, and so I'm listening to it while I'm doing other things, and then I have to go back and listen to something because, frankly, some of the these aren't professional pe- people that do this for a living, so they're not concise. They're they're really good. Their hearts are in it. They're they're just trying to get the truth, but uh, some of it they go off here a little bit and come back. So I just hit the one point five. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah i mean they're they that was that was again that was another genius thing about this is they're just lay people like you and me they're yeah. just normal citizens that have taken up this fight because they saw what happened on november 3rd 2020 and they got involved and you know some of them got way more involved than they could have ever imagined and here they are on a platform like this talking about the fraud that they found and the the, the discrepancies that they found in their state
1: Well, and, you know, I've been uh, fielding a lot of, hey, that was a great event. That was an amazing event. Um, Obviously, you've noticed and you you saw you're on one of the channels that we're on together that, that walks through the fact that Rumble is not showing the accurate numbers on who comes in and who views. And are you having the same problem on your channel?
3: Yeah. So, I mean, that's something I, I, I got to, you know, w- we'll have to talk about that off air because, you know, what I see with Rumble and this happens to me from time to time is I'll do a live stream and I'll have, you know, a couple thousand people watching on a live stream. And then when it, when it load it uploads, it doesn't show any views. So I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure what's going on with that, but you know, that's something we'll have to talk more about because I really hope, you know, we're not, we, we found such a good platform in Rumble that I really hope they're not you know, kind of throttling us, you know, so to speak, the way that YouTube was uh, back in the day.
1: Well, and we sent a ton of people there. And yeah, I mean, I I hope not. But, you know, more importantly is that we we can't get accurate numbers on how many people watch the symposium if you use Rumble. And and I gave the links and we gave access to the links to a ton of different influencers to put it on their site and it would just freeze. And it it, it turned into just a big, a big problem. Um, Yeah. But you know, I, I've been fielding conversations with people, and I don't know if you're feeling the same thing. But you know, Mike paid for this whole event, right? Paid for this whole event, had everybody there. It was put. It was. It was very well done. Um, Extremely. And uh, you have people that come out that say, "Oh yeah," and I'm going to bring it up because it came up. Why is he talking about PCAPs?
3: Mm, the Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know i i I, you
1: and i both are like this nuclear i'm going over here
3: i don't know uh. you know he had such a a great uh he had such a great speech uh with clint curtis before that about what clint curtis did in florida um and all that stuff and you know, then the, the PCAPS came thing came out, and I was listening to it, and it's a lot to unpack. You know, I'm not, I don't want to discredit anything. I'm
1: I'm not discre- Wait, I'm not discrediting it. That's not what I'm
3: doing. No, no. I, yeah. I, I, wait, let me say, I understand that. Yeah. I'm just not comfortable enough to speak about that. I don't. You know, there's a lot to learn. About that, you know, some of the depositions that Dennis Montgomery gave and all that stuff—it's a lot to unpack and a lot to actually go through and and validate it. And and as a journalist, it's our it's our job to do that. It's our job to go through and and form our own opinions and it, well, you know, form I, I don't want to say opinions, but for, you know, just state the facts. And I, you know, I still got to go through all that, but you know, he says he's got the goods, and and uh, hopefully he does. But I, I thought I thought everything else. I, I I'm still up in the air about that part. But everything else about the moment of truth was was wonderful.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I thought it was I thought it was actually brilliant. I mean, I thought the entire event was brilliant. Um, but when he brought it up, I, I had I'd kind of moved on from that particular piece, and now we're coming back to it, and so it just raises question of whether or not if if, if this is a legitimate deal, and I think that that uh, even Jeff said that there's something to these PCAPS. Mm-hmm. So. And by, by the way, that's packet captures, and so you don't, it, it, it may may or may not have influenced, but they, they 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 have the packets, they have the pcap's. Now I think it's the process of validating that information, and if you don't think about pcap's, you have to have the you have to have the encryption code on one side or the other, right? In order to, to decrypt them, and so the, this is where I get into. Okay, do can we get that information? And are they able to pull down enough valuable information out of those packets to come to some conclusion on what happened? So um, and that's, I think, what I got. And I don't think they explained that very well at the symposium, or excuse me, at the summit. But I think that's something to talk about. You know, they may be able to validate the information where it came in, where the endpoints were, but they may not be able to, to recapture that information. And, and I'm not saying that they can't. I'm just saying that that's... They brought up hammer and scorecard and some other things so you know obviously that's a real thing but yeah. h- how we get to the end goal with the pcaps is gonna be gonna be something completely different
3: yeah and again you know that that stuff to me at least is still kind of inconclusive and I really hope that that's not the focus of what the media is gonna take out of that you know I, I hope they don't just focus on that you know what was it like a 25 30 minute segment uh, out of two days worth of content. Yeah. I, you know, I hope they, I hope they address everything else. You know, the Clint Curtis um, segment right before that was incredible. And and being a guy that stood up there and said, I voted for Biden and I'd, I'd vote for him again. But these machines are not safe. You know, that's 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 bipartisan as it gets right there.
1: That was a bomb. Mm-hmm. And then you had Clay Perique. Oh, that was liquid gold. <laughs>
3: Yeah, you know, I actually got a chance to sit down with Clay Parikh, the story's up on the Gateway Pundit. So, um, you know, I, I, uh, Colonel Smith introduced me to him and said, uh, you know, I was talking to Colonel Smith and he says, this is this is Clay Parikh. And I was like, whoa, 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 I, like like I met a celebrity, like, you know, and I was like, I wrote an article about you. I think your testimony in Lake V. Hobbs was one of the biggest stories. And I introduced myself and he goes, oh, I know who you are. I, I read the article. You're the only person that wrote about me. And I was, uh, you know, about that about that deposition. Yeah, And, uh, so he was, he came on with me and, you know, that interviews up as well. Um, I mean, what an, what an incredible story. Um, you know, the, the guts that he has to come forward and tell his story as a, as a pro and a former pro V election integrity, you know, tester of the machines. Um, that, that was an absolutely explosive testimony from Clay Perique.
1: And they're attacking him pretty hard. I mean, the attacks on him are, are pretty vicious right now and, for those that don't know, he, he's a he's a former Marine. Actually, he's always a Marine. He's a Marine. I right? did not Rece- know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I mean, it, that wasn't even on his CV that was posted. Um, but he he and some of the other companies, Koenig, <clears> that were on the list of things he tested, aligned with the information, other information that, you know, Kanakoa was doing. He was doing the, an expose on uh, Koenig as well. And and it's just amazing the the, net, the number of companies that he was able to. But he also showed that there were vulnerabilities in the DoD, and they didn't know about those either. And they had to finally come to conclusions that hey, this is not safe. This isn't um, this isn't going to keep uh, national secrets safe. And he said the same thing about the election system. Um, so, so I think that you know my issue is that we haven't gotten to a point yet where we're we're just dealing with the truth they're still saying nothing to see here nothing to see or nothing to see here brian we see it it's obvious
3: yeah no, well not not only do we see see that the, what, what clay pre pointed out the vulnerabilities beyond just our election machines and in our government and then you look back at earlier in 2021 when we had the pipeline that was that was hacked uh we had the um you know the butcher the, the meat processing plant that was hacked. I mean, that was 25% of our meat processing in the United States. Uh, hackers got in and shut down the entire East Coast uh, pipeline uh, pretty much all the way down into about Florida where we have, we're kind of self-sustained in Florida. But, you know, these are the kind of vulnerabilities that are out there. And the, the next war we see is the United States. I don't think it's going to be as kinetic as we think it's going to be. It's not going to be artillery versus jets versus, you know, tanks and all that. I think it's going to be uh, a cyber war where people go in and attack attack the cyber infrastructure, and if you can shut down pipelines and, and logistics in a nation, shut down the water processing. Uh, if you can go after a country like that, uh, why, why why waste the bullets and the and the ammo? So you know that's that's something that really needs to be a, a focal point moving forward uh, in, in this country.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think you're I think you're absolutely right. Um, uh... J6. J6. Uh, I want to put something up. Uh, President Trump, okay, so here's the one on, no, 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 no I'm sorry, Clay Parikh, Clay Parikh, Clay Parikh, Clay Parikh, sorry. We wanted to pull up some of the posts. I was sitting here saying, hey, pull up Brian's uh, writing on the, and they're like, which one? Uh, there's, a, there's a ton of stuff I want to go over with you, and I know I only have you for another 20 minutes or so. Um, but while, we, while uh, Mr. Producer gets that, I want to go through the statement by Trump about uh, the break-in of mar Largo. Uh, we've just filed a motion in the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Florida strongly asserting my rights, including under the Fourth Amendment of the Constitution, regarding the unnecessary, unwarranted, and un-American break-in by dozens of FBI agents and others of my home in mar in Palm Beach, Florida. They demanded that the security cameras be turned off, a request be rightfully denied. They prevented my attorneys from observing what was being taken in the raid, saying absolutely not. They took documents covered by attorney-client and executive privilege, which is not allowed. They took my passports. They even brought a safe cracker and successfully broke into my personal safe, which revealed nothing. We are now demanding the Department of Justice be instructed to immediately stop the review of documents illegally seized from my home. All documents have been previously declassified. We are demanding the appointment of a special master to oversee the handling of the materials taken in the raid. We are further demanding that the DOJ be forced to turn over the real, without plants, inventory of my property that was taken and disclose where the property is now located. We are demanding that all items wrongfully taken from my home be immediately returned. The wrongful overbroad warrant was signed by magistrate judge who recused himself in two months ago from a major civil lawsuit that I filed because of his bias and animus towards me. The Mar-a-Lago break-in search and seizure was illegal and unconstitutional, and we're taking all action necessary to get, to the, docu- get the documents back which would have been given to them without the necessity of the despicable rate of, ho- of my home so that I can give them to the National Archives until they are required for the future Donald J. Trump presidential library and museum. I will never stop fighting for the American people, our country, and the rule of law. Make America great again. So, Brian, that's a lot.
3: Yeah, this is this is, I mean, this is looking so bad. Like, this just gets worse and worse for the FBI with every passing day. You know, now we find out that, you know, Trump was in communications with a local field office down here in Florida. Uh, about about the documents, and they told him, "Hey, put this under lock and key." And then we find out that the agents that came in and conducted the raid were actually from a different field office up in D.C. And uh, so most, I think, I, I'm not sure if it was all of them, but but some of them are under investigation from John Durham in the, in that probe. You know, and 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 what Trump said there about them all being declassified is is is, an, is a statement that is you know underrepresented in the media right now because he has the plenary power to declassify anything. And on a, january
1: 19th, just talking yeah
3: just all he has to do is give the order it doesn't matter if the nara or or the fbi or anybody gets the redactions done on time that doesn't matter okay and on january 19th 2021 before he left office he issued the uh executive order a memorandum declassifying all of these documents crossfire hurricane ukraine all that all those documents and and now it looks like we have a weaponized doj that is coming in on behalf of the biden and biden says he didn't know about it that's bs john solomon you know debunked that um they're coming in and taking these documents because i think what's in those documents is you know the nail in the coffin for the fbi or at least factions of the fbi the obama administration the biden administration and you know the proverbial deep state
1: well and you know right after he did that so right after he made that statement uh and this was published i think yesterday the trump received the day before yesterday trump sues to block doj from reviewing materials fbi seized at mar largo until watchdog appointed and he's basically saying listen we, we're, we're good you can review whatever you want right flap your arms do whatever you want put a unicorn uh horn on we don't care but we, we want you to make sure that there's someone we don't trust you. There's no trust in there. So key points of this was the former President Trump filed a lawsuit asking a federal judge to appoint a special watchdog to review documents seized from the Florida home by an FBI as part of a criminal investigation of records removed from the White House. Trump's lawsuit also asked the judge to block the Department of Justice from further review of seized materials from his Mar-a-Lago residence until the so-called special master is appointed to review these documents. The suit was filed in the U.S. District Court of the Southern District of Florida. Brian, why did they have to send in field office agents from D.C.?
3: That is the million-dollar question. That is the million dollar question. And, you know, one of the other excellent points, and I, I talked about this on my program, uh, Dan Bongino did, has been covering this extensively, and he has a, a, incredible insight because he was a Secret Service agent as well as a uh, new NYPD officer. So, you know, in, in law enforcement in that aspect, he's got the federal as well as the state side of this. And, uh, you know, one of the points he made is that when you are going to take something like investigating a former president, something and, and raiding their their property, something that has never been done in our history, okay? Yes, we are a banana republic at this point, a third world, you know, country at this point, where you know you're investigating your own political opponents. But what he said is that those agents, when they went and did that raid, they should have also had an arrest warrant. He said, by the time you get to the point where you're raiding someone's house, you have enough that if you find what you need, you're arresting that individual. So you know, it's a little bizarre that they didn't have an arrest warrant and that they just indiscriminately went in and took whatever the heck they wanted, uh, boxes full of documents without going through them individually. Um, you know, it, it's a witch hunt. That's all it is. It's a witch hunt.
1: Well, it, it is a witch hunt, but this is like the third or fourth time, not to a sitting president, but they did this to America's mom, Sharona Bishop. They, they raided yep. her house, kicked it in, grabbed her and strung her, her, her daughter around by her, her hoodie. They went into Tina Peter's house. They went into, um, you know, two of, the, two of the other people that were there at the symposium, They've done this. They they continue to do this. They 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 have done this to many of the January sixth, uh, the people that were there on January sixth, with without any yep. sort of merit, without any evidence, just come in and literally terrorize people's families across the nation.
3: Don't don't forget about Project Veritas when they were after Project Veritas. The
1: That's right.
3: Yeah the ashley babbitt diary roger stone where cnn happened to be there filming a 6 a.m Ash- raid ashley here.
1: biden well, ashley biden ashley biden diary that's what, right
3: that's what i meant i'm sorry yeah, yeah. okay I'm i was sorry. like I no biden. i apologize rest in peace ashley babbitt yeah. uh yeah i i'm I'm sorry about that um but they did the same thing to roger stone down here in fort lauderdale was cnn was on scene you know peter navarro uh who lives across the street from the hoover building and could have been you know would have willingly come down at 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 a whim's notice and instead they wait till he's boarding a plane to walk him you know perp walk him out of the airport in leg irons uh you know who is the congressman that they just you know seized his phone um it's 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 insane what the, the fbi is getting away with right now uh and (laughs) going back to ron paul man i I used to love ron paul when i was in high school but i always thought he was a little nutty when he came to this abolish the fbi thought and and now it's it makes sense to me
1: well and they they haven't shown themselves to do anything that that promotes or or benefits the american people i don't know i don't know if you saw this i'm gonna spring this on you because i think we i want i want to hear your thoughts on this um mr producer put up b1 if you would This this is a lawsuit, Brian, from the USEIP, Sean Smith, Ashley Epp, and Holly uh, uh, Kaysen. And this lawsuit is unbelievable. The the plaintiffs are the NAACP, League of Women Voters of Colorado, and the Mia Familia Vota. Um, By the way, the Mia Familia Vota is the organization that Marie Moses who is the judge on my case against Coomer, the Antifa judge that held the sign saying if I couldn't breathe, that would basically burn things down. Uh, that judge was working for the Mia Familia Vota.
0: Um, Isn't that the same place that was having all those voter registration yes, events that we looked yes. up last year? Yeah,
1: that w- it, it, unassociated with their, their, their mission, but they're, yeah, they did that as well. And we found that several people worked for that organization that were in part of the Antifa movement of things that they did across the state. So they're getting paid to do one thing and doing something completely different under the guise of nonprofits. But, Brian, they, um, they sued the US EIP and these three individuals for continuing to engage in voter intimidation and violation of the Voting Rights Act and the Ku Klux Klan Act. And
3: I think that's the second time we've heard the Ku Klux Klan act incited. Didn't they try that against um, Rudy Giuliani as well? Oh, yeah. And Sidney Powell.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the unbelievable part about this is that they go in, the U.S. EIP agents, eight called them agents, right? Ask residents to confirm their address, question residents about participation in the 2020 election, their method for voting, and either ask them about allegedly fraudulent ballots or accuse them of casting allegedly fraudulent ballots. During the door-to-door campaigns, U.S. E.I.P. agents take photos of voters, residents, and the organization maintains a database of photos of voters, residents. So, it um, this is unbelievable. can you can't canvas without them saying that you're with the K.K.K.
3: I, I've literally been, you know, obviously we met. Uh, I met Ash and Holly out at the last um, event out there in South Dakota a year ago, and you know I've been talking with them about a lot of the their canvassing efforts and stuff and reporting on it and uh you know most of the people that they that they engage with are happy that people are out there checking on the integrity and then you have these these organizations that you know may or may not be uh in some way uh at least knowledgeable of what's going on and it's lawfare man that's that's all it is you you know better than anybody oh yes
1: oh, oh yes i do
3: these slap lawsuits, they just try and drain these people out and just sue them until they can't afford anything and they take back what they said and, you know, all that stuff. It's it's uh, it's lawfare. It's 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 pretty disgusting, to be honest with you.
1: So the case goes on to say that the, and this is unbelievable. By Now, you ready for this? Advent, for defendants you. objectives are clear by. Planning to threaten to to actually deploying armed agents to knock on doors throughout the state of Colorado. USCIP is engaging in voter intimidation. USCIP's actions not only intimidate voters who cast ballots in the November 2020 election, but also intimidate future eligible voters, dissuading both groups to exercise their constitutional right to vote. USCIP is largely generating and spreading fear that voters can expect multiple armed and unarmed USCIP members to show up at their doors at any moment to harass and interrogate them about their voting history. <laughs> this is salacious. This is so bad, Brian, that Ash literally, she had her deposition yesterday. Oh, man. A- and I'm going to tell you that somebody told me about some of the questions they asked. How many of the people's doors that you knocked on were black? <laughs> her answer? Gotta bring,
3: gotta I have no idea. Huh? Got to bring the race into it.
1: Well, the, I think that, so they've, they've gone through all their depositions now, but they, they what this, this lawsuit is, is not just a false lawsuit, it has caused irreparable harm. Like the, law, the, the things that have been written about me have caused irreparable harm. And and we're going through the process of trying to figure out what that irreparable harm is. I've lost million. I have lost I don't think any of the places like the the Colorado Sun or the Colorado Time Recorder or the Washington Post or I don't think any of them understand the amount that I've lost. Standing up, I don't think they understand it. I don't. I, I don't think they have any idea. But at least I'm strong enough emotionally and mentally to handle it. What what they did here is they they literally painted a broad brush against these people for being racist, right? And and uh, they haven't said that about me because they know that that, that wouldn't fly. they said everything else, but and 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 made it impossible for Ash specifically to get a job anywhere. She can't go get a job because 150 articles show up, Brian, and it all says. KKK Act, KKK Act, KKK Act, and this piece of trash at the Colorado Times Recorder, that this anti-fight Eric Mashenbach, Mashenbach, whatever the heck his name is, that that guy literally started all of this in this lawsuit. He was the he was the one that started making these accusations falsely that led to this lawsuit.
3: That's part of the cancel culture. They just want like they they throw something out there with the KKK Act, exactly like you said. They didn't violate the kkk act nobody is i i can't even remember the last time the kkk act was used other than you know rudy giuliani and Sidney powell uh you know but but it sounds terrifying the ku klux klan act and people are like oh wow the ku klux klan act she must be a racist she must walk around in you know in white robes and 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 in a white you know hood and all this other stuff and and you know she must hate black people and she must hate minorities and nothing could be further from the truth i mean you and i both know ash and holly uh personally nothing further from the truth um you know they're just interested in election integrity and that's all they're doing in this canvas and they they're terrified of what they're finding that's that's the bottom line is if you can't if you can't rebuttal them just sue them and hope that they they quit
1: Well, the the good news is the judge has actually denied some motions for them. Uh, They wanted a temporary restraining order stopping them from being able to do any canvassing Um, and and said that it's a product of fear and there's no basis for what they said. But um, if you look at, if you look at, um, Mr. Producer, put this up there. If you'll put this up on B11, this is what I'm talking about when I say that she can't go anywhere. She can't go anywhere without them basically slandering everywhere. These are lost, and, and, and this is that the May eleventh. I mean, that's just a couple months ago. That the lawsuit alleges attempt to sniff out voters because were cast illegally ran afoul of federal voting laws, voting rights protection. It doesn't say they may have been. Go ahead and take it down. Um What do we have? What's this video? The CO video. What is that? C Zero?
0: Oh, that's talking about the, uh, about the economy and how, you know, Obama and Schumer and all these idiots, uh, were saying how terrible it would be to raise taxes during recession. And then, you know, now that we have Biden, they're doing exactly that.
1: Okay. Well, I want to, I want to go through this if we can. Um, but Brian, I, I don't know how much longer I have you. How long do I have you before you have to bug uh, out on me?
3: About another 10 minutes or so. I just have to be off by one.
1: Okay. Um... So there's there's so much stuff out there that's happening right now. We we have some wins though to rec- report, don't we?
3: Huge huge win. So in my own state down here in Florida, we absolutely des- we destroyed the woke CRT school boards down here in Florida. <laughs> ah, got them. Dude, we so we we literally flipped. So we now have a conservative majority on the Miami-Dade school board that you don't even understand like people don't understand how significant that is to win over Miami-Dade a strong blue county that uh Trump did exceptionally well in 2020 I think he got 46 percent of the vote which is unheard of that's like that's like almost 20 points better than your average GOP candidate and now with this primary you know we had the, the don't say straight bill that's what i like to call it because you know they like to say don't say gay bill well it doesn't say straight either so i'm going to say the don't say straight bill so we had the desantis don't say straight bill down here and you know we had the woke disney corporation going after everything and vowing to go against any candidate that you know that supports it and and then what happens in the first election coming up to it we flip let's see hold on we flip sarasota county yep. from three to two to four to one uh, we flip. Uh, what was the other one? Obviously, Miami, Dade County, uh, Tampa, Tampa. Hillsborough County. Yep. <laughs> I was I, like, wait, what? Come on. That can't be right. Are you serious? And, and despite all the polling that we've seen over the last couple of days, you know, I got I got I had the opportunity to interview Marjorie Taylor Green um, on Sunday. That was an interview, one, by the way thank you thank you uh, unfortunately we're gonna have some issues with it um but uh the sound quality because of the background so uh we're working on getting uh we're working we're working on on it but anyways um
1: live just the, yeah
3: you you saw it live but one of the things we talked <laughs> about was the uh was the um the polls that are coming out now showing that democrats are expected to actually maintain or gain in congress and then you have something like this in Florida, which is you know a swing state. Although I think it's redder than people believe, uh, but you have blue strongholds. Duval County, Duval County is huge to flip the school. That's uh, Jacksonville, up in the up in the northeast part of the state. Uh, it's typically a blue county. Flipped the school board. Uh, Clay County, Martin County. I mean, just just. It, it was a beautiful thing like i yep. woke up this morning and saw all the results and and saw it all put together in the 1776 project pack uh you know led the was the tip of the spear on this fight and um we just we pushed to get back against the woke crt culture and and the don't say straight bill so
1: which, which you know which i went on i went and watched jim brewer 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 jim brewer he's a comedian right and uh so he brought it up and he goes i'm from florida and you guys are liars It's not don't say gay. It's nothing to do with it. And he made a joke, and he's like, here's what it's about. Five-year-olds, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds, eight-year-olds. We just don't want the teacher walking up going, Johnny, do you want a little pinky up your butt? Maybe you like the little (laughs) pinky up your butt. (laughs) It's
3: it's unfortunate.
1: but It's true. That's what they're doing.
3: So I, I made a montage of, of this you know stuff and, and one of the one of the clips in the montage is an actual doctor now I'm not saying she's from Florida I think she's up in the Northeast but she's an actual doctor that is answering a question that somebody asked her about self exploration of your body when you're a, a a a toddler essentially you know when you're you're talking about five six seven year olds and encouraging them to explore their body but stay away from she literally says stay away from the anus because you don't know what to do with that don't stick anything up there because it can act this this is what she's saying and i'm i'm thinking to myself like this is a this is a grown doctor encouraging children you know kindergarten aged children to explore their body sexually are you kidding me where in the hell did we go as a country that we have medical professionals uh, uh, you know, citing this and, and the videos up on my on my rumble, rumble.com slash cancon, if you guys want to check it out. Uh, and it's literally it starts out with a with an, an older lesbian woman saying, if I knew that my fight for, for gay rights would turn into this where we're at now, I never would have done this. I never would have gotten involved in this if I knew it was gonna go from LGBT to LGBT, Q L M N O P Q R S, and everything else under the sun, except oh man. It, it's shocking. You know? And it flies
1: in the face of just common sense. I mean, we we, we, just, we need to be Captain Obvious, Captain Common Sense. I need to get a cape, right? Walk around here saying. Yeah. "Just the, So we have a couple cuts. We also have Jeff here that's joining us. We bring him in so you can say hi to him before you pop off. Jeff, what's up?
2: Hello. Je- sure, Jeff, okay, sure.
1: what is that on your chest you got there, brother?
2: Please keep showing up. I, I,
1: here, where they from? here hold on oh. hold on put put that back on put that back on Uh-oh. i got i got i got this handle for you i'm gonna go ahead and was, take care of was, it for I was, you
2: okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I was i was gonna go ahead and just you know, i mean my computer screen was gonna go completely dark if i shot it but and and but i I do know what's behind that wall so i think we're all safe we're
3: everybody's good, like oh my good. gosh That's... did
1: he pull a gun he pulled a gun in the screen like,
3: just, <gasps> Yeah, let's just be clear that Joe does not have an actual cameraman behind the camera.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we have cameras. <laughs> <everywhere>. Negative, <laughs> negative. There is no. There is no cameraman. This was not going to be a reenactment of Rust or whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that wasn't a pea gun either. That one, was
3: never, that, point your, never put your weapon in anything you do not intend to shoot.
1: Well, I mean, hmm. Well, I mean, I did intend to shoot the screen because there was a target there, and you know, when I go, I, you know, but. Somebody just asked, is that a dry fire, Joe, or do you have a, cha- uh, a round in the chamber? What? Who, who walks around with a gun with no, no round in the chamber? Not this guy. <laughs> always,
3: always walk around with a round in the chamber. Come on, guys.
1: So we have a, one video I want to play, and then, Jeff, I want you to give us an update. We got some questions for you. Actually, you know what? We can play those videos because I just want to make sure I have time for both of you to, to speak on this. Jeff? Yes. <laughs> we're both going to ask the same question. PCAPs, bro. You got you to gotta <laughs> tell me P-caps. And we just said, we don't know. And I, I explained what PCAPs are. Packet capture, that you have the information, doesn't mean you have the endpoints, doesn't mean you, not, you know how to d- decode it. They could be absolutely true. Now it's just trying to figure out what's in that information, what the endpoints are, and things like that. So I did explain all that. And we're not debunking. I'm not saying it's not true. Brian absolutely did not say the same thing. But it came back up, and we got to ask the question because pretty much everyone's asking me the question. PCAPS. Uh, tired of feeling like someone's always watching on the Internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. IP Vanish is a solution for you. You can use IP Vanish on your, your computer, tablets, phones. You can use it on multiple devices at the same time without sacrificing speed. Um, for you, and, and here's the thing, it, it, it blocks advertisers, hackers, um, your ISP, Third parties from getting access to information to you, uh, block people from getting access to your passwords. All the data is encrypted. And for our listeners, you can get 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. A disclaimer, if you are using things true social, you have to turn off the VPN if you are using things like uh, vmix, Chevy apps or things like that. So there are some things that does need a dedicated IP. um, And it recognizes that so just keep that in mind. So go to ipvanish.com slash daily use promo code daily and save your 70% off. Yeah, I was given the opportunity to go to the
2: source and actually see what the whole hubbub was about uh recently uh, over the last couple months and uh i mean i was a skeptic i was a i I said some terrible things uh about all of this but i saw what i saw and i was able to validate what i was able to validate and uh uh I mean, to everything that I, that I can see from my expert, uh, you know, from all my experience, yeah, it's, uh, it's the real deal. After all.
1: And I know we can't get into the details of that, but this has been coming up everywhere and I've had to defend it. And Brian, I'm sure you've had to defend it, right? So we just need to make sure that we have some clarity, we have some transparency on this because after, after two days of just amazingness, Right? It was amazing. Jeff, you getting up there it was amazing. I, I wanted to ask for your autograph, but there was too many people around you. There's oh, all those beautiful women that were walking up there trying to put their hands in your shirt. I think that's the, the bullseye you're talking about. They were like, oh, Jeff. Oh.
2: You're going to get me in trouble now, Joe.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> they came Joe. Jeff, show me your data sets. Yeah, show me your data sets. I want to see them all.
1: Mm. I want to see your MySQL. <laughs> See what I, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I didn't say it I didn't say it
2: <laughs> show me your pink cap but, uh, yeah, but, yeah I, I, I was given the opportunity uh, to to talk to Dennis at, I mean over a long period of time uh, a lot of time You know, I, he was extremely extremely cooperative and uh, everything that I asked, uh, he, he, he answered uh, with, without uh, any, you know, really without hesitation. He, he you know, he was just, I, I can't say more, he was extremely cooperative. Uh, this was not what, you know, I heard all the stories, just like you had. Uh, I was actually kind of, you know, scared, a little bit scared because everything you hear about this uh, it is true as i said on on sunday uh, whenever i got asked to do this uh my first reaction was kind of like you know uh i said to my wife I, I did i said what if i'm the guy that actually has to finally tell mike <laughs> that these be camps are are worthless and it's like I'm doomed, you know. <laughs> uh, but there was. Uh, I went ahead and did it, and uh, there we go. Uh, you know, I I am convinced. And so, anyone who uh, thinks that I have a good head on my shoulders and uh, you know <laughs> knows what I'm talking about, you can. I mean, this is this is this is now going to play out, Joe. You know, I mean, at this point, uh, you know, I have, to my satisfaction, validated that there are, uh, that this information exists for the 2020 election, that it shows some extremely, extremely disturbing things, and now it's really up to uh, the the legal process to see about that state secret privilege, because obviously now that is the, that is the big thing. and so, you know, as, as Mike said on Sunday, he's, uh, um, you know, going to try to get that lifted. Uh, he's, uh, and, and I think the, we don't know how long the government's going to take to respond to that, of course, because, you know, but uh, based on what happens, I think we'll uh, we'll learn a lot. Uh, for instance, you know, if they... Uh, if they lift the uh the privilege uh i will have a lot more to say as will many other people uh if they do not then it creates a whole bunch of other questions and uh and <laughs> and, and we just we just need to see what they're going to do now um i mean this if you, if you go back in time here i mean if, if you read through. Uh, any of the uh, declaration that Dennis Montgomery put together for this, and it's a long document, Has uh, a lot, lot. I mean, there's so much corroborating information here on what's going on. Uh, but if you read through it, and even the things that were on the screen on Sunday, uh, it, it, it shocks me uh, when I first saw this to see the same names that have been Trying to destroy, uh, you know, our, our, our president, President Trump, and and just basically destroy our lives in some ways. You, know, you got your Brennan, you got your uh, Clapper, you you got the, all these these same people uh, that that you know that you can tie a straight line to RussiaGate. You know, Russia, 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 and 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 the the. the, the you know the, the turning of the FBI against the people and all these other three-letter agencies. I mean, this is this is not an isolated story. This is a piece of the story we've all been worried about for years. You go back to 2014. Uh, 2014 happens to be the year Snowden uh, uh, did what he did, <laughs> and, and and what was what was his stated reason for doing it? What was he concerned about? Domestic surveillance uh that same year john brennan uh there was a, you know totally denied that uh that they were they were doing domestic surveillance on uh on, on congressional staffers uh and then basically had to come back and say well that wasn't exactly true um i mean 20 the the, the, the era around 2014 anybody wants to study any of this that happened the uh the times around 2014 2015 that area and that's are crucial to all of this. Of course, this was in the middle of, of the Obama administration, uh, and uh, you know, if, if you can remember what it was like back, then, uh, like I said, all of this isn't like I said. This isn't isolated. This is this is connected to all of you today to all of it. This is this is a huge thing.
1: Well, I'm going to. I have a lot more questions for you, but Brian's got a skedaddle, skedaddle. So I want to give him a, a few more minutes. And I also want to give people all the information on how to follow Brian. Brian writes for the Gateway Pundit. Um, he also has a Rumble channel. It's very, very successful. And you can find that at slash cancon, C A N N C O N. But Brian, I'll give you the final word before you leave. I want to thank you for coming on. Obviously, Brian will be here, uh, CanCon will be here. Um, and it's Brian Lupa, by the way. Just so you know, he writes under Brian Lupa at Gateway pun He doesn't write it under CanCon. So if you're looking for him under CanCon, you won't see it. You can also find him on Locals at CanCon dot dot Locals dot com. You can find him at CanCon. I think it's CanCon. What's the channel? I follow you on Telegram. Tell everyone.
3: Yeah, CanCon on on Telegram. It's I mean just about any platform. Truth Social, CanCon, C A N N C O N. Yeah, and then on Gateway pundit I do use my real name. Uh, yeah. for, for writing.
1: So, All right. Well, I'll give you the final uh, word, and then uh, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about you after you leave. So your ears are going to be burning.
3: <laughs> well, I, I appreciate the final word, uh, Jeff. I wish I could stay because um, I think your your presentations, you and you and Walter's presentations, your your role in selection code was absolutely incredible. Um, you know, we've we've spoken many times about a lot of this stuff, and uh, you and Draza, your work it was absolutely incredible. Um, and and the fact that you are standing behind these PCAPs gives a tremendous amount of credibility uh, to to something that I was a little bit skeptical about after after last year uh, and everything leading up to it. So it is it is refreshing to hear um, that you that you get behind this and that you've seen you know an insider look and, and you're saying that it that it is legitimate. So I am I am excited to hear that. I'm excited. I, I'm hoping that we can get this uh, this this gag order, if you will, the the the, the um, Uh, get uh, lindell to intervene in this case and be able to uh, discuss this openly it's i think it's a matter not just of national security but it's a matter of of of, uh free and fair elections if we don't have access to this type of information uh and, and it goes beyond just elections like you were saying this is something that goes into fisa warrants and all sorts of surveillance operations that you know we're seeing in the united states and uh It is something that absolutely must be addressed so jeff thank you so much for doing that and uh joe thanks for having me as always um i appreciate it and i will uh for everybody else out there i'll see you guys uh next wednesday
1: see you then thanks brother
3: all right take care gentlemen all right
1: jeff is that a wwf panda because that's a question i don't even know why people ask some of these questions but i'm gonna just say is that wwf panda uh, no. No, no. No, you hear it? no, it? No, no. It, it's too rock uh,
2: <laughs> uh,
1: uh, yeah. uh You know, I want some real questions here. Come on, now. Everyone, by the way, is saying thank you very much for all the big, wor- the good work that you've done. Um, um, Eddie, Rob, and PCAP info and the absolute proof. Eddie, Rob, you. Uh, I'll reach out to you afterwards, and we'll talk about this so don't be poisoning the comments all right jeff tell me about the sympo- tell me about the summit what did you think about how the summit went
2: it it went off so well at least from my perspective uh and what i saw uh, i mean so you always have any kind of like, anything like this i'm sure you're aware Joe, that, that if you see behind the scenes you always see there's a lot of uh, a lot of last-minute stuff and <clears throat> juggling and, and and you know panic and fistfights. No, there weren't actually any fistfights, but the uh, but but when it came to what was you know, it, it, I was just so happy uh, at the end of that how that whole thing had gone off. Uh, I, I I loved the first day uh, the going through all 50 states because you know one of the things I run into talking to people is they don't really <laughs> They aren't aware, I mean, I mean, they should be, the information's out there, but they aren't always aware of the scope of the problem. And they get so heads down on their, uh, you know, individual county or individual state, uh, that they don't have time to look at, uh, at sort of the fact that they're part of a bigger picture. And they have allies, and they have people fighting the same fight everywhere. And uh, that was tremendous, I think, it was a very eye-opening, I hope, for people watching. Uh, you know that no everyone is fighting the same fight uh, against the same uh, bad guys uh, everywhere and the more we can get together the more we can share information i I just uh, i thought that was a tremendous idea.
1: well and we have an app that or a program that allows for people to stand together that mike has done a lot with and that's cause of america
2: yeah, South America really is, uh, I think, standing up uh, in, a, in a pretty big gap there uh, to 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 help to bring all this together. Um, they've got some really, really, really good people over there, uh, and and you know I work with uh, uh, with a bunch of them when when, when necessary, and when, well, actually I look forward to it, not like when it's just necessary. Uh, but um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, they they are certainly being a good resource for uh, for America.
1: Well, I think the biggest part that I like about it is that the information that's coming in. So I know that there is a push. And Cause of America is a a hub, right? So it becomes a hub. Other organizations can start sharing information. It creates a library. And then that library allows for, we're going to go through a a special, by the way, probably today or tomorrow, sometime this week. And we're going to put a special out that just walks through Cause of America so you guys can all understand how to stay connected to it. Um, and by the way, FEC is a part of Cause of America, so FEC United is doing work to funnel in information there as well. <laughs> but um, the, there's... The, it, Jeff, as, as, we start, as we start looking at all this information, there is a thing that we're trying to do over the next nine days. Very clear thing that we're trying to do. Right? And that clear thing is CVR records, or CVR, cast vote records.
2: Yes. That, uh, yeah, we, we are coming down to the wire in a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, most of the states uh, where, you know, I, I've, I've been warning people for a long time and saying that uh, September 3rd is going to be the biggest coordinated bonfire since Nero burned down Rome. And, and we, we need to get those records of cast vote records. We need to get, frankly, anything we can that, that they're not releasing to the public yet. The cast vote records are extremely important. They allow you to replay the election vote for vote, see what precincts they came from, uh, most times see how they were voted, you know whether they were mail in uh, uh, or, or in person, that sort of thing. Um, I, I uh, identified that uh, with with others, of course. You know, uh, Jonathan, uh Smith is of course a big part of, of all this as well. But we, you know, we identified that you know if we could have one piece of information. That 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 should be easy to obtain. And what I mean by that is, you have something. All it does is it lists each ballot, the votes that are on that ballot, and, and that other little information. I'm saying, like, what precinct and that doesn't identify the voter, so it doesn't violate any voter privacy laws. It doesn't give away any security information, uh, except maybe. You know, it's it's a danger to maybe some people's job security, but uh, <laughs> I know, but that's uh, but,
1: uh, just a little, so, just a little.
2: Yeah, but but we uh, we uh, you know identified that as as you know if we could get one thing if we were going to get one thing that, that, that at the time we were thinking nobody could possibly uh, justify holding this you know holding this back because and and of course state after a lot of states a lot of red states a lot of states controlled by Republicans most of the Midwest uh, the Dakotas uh, Montana Wyoming they are in, in the Carolinas for crying right out loud. Alabama, they, they, they will either, uh, so if they say they can't, to, when they, the reasons that they come up for not giving them out are, are sometimes just so bizarre, uh, that, that often, you know, I just heard one the other day, the reason that they gave, I could use, you could use that same logic to basically say they shouldn't have released any election results at all, you know, they kind of, according to them, they violated their own law by actually saying what the election results were. Uh, so I don't, you know, it, it's a very frustrating. Joke, but,
1: but but Jeff, uh, you look at you look well, at all this.
2: More every day.
1: You you look at all this, and we see all fifty states. They aligned at the at the summit. They all aligned, Jeff. All the states aligned with the same behaviors, the same attitudes, and every single time they said, we have to get rid of the machines, and we have to get rid of mail-in ballots. That Those are the things that are suppressing the voice of the American people. And the radical left is running around saying, this ideological group of people that are holding a bullhorn, they're not that big a group. They're running around, Demcast, running around and saying, hey, yeah, oh, they want to stop you from voting. They hate black people. Oh my gosh, they hate gay people. No, none of that's true. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show, they're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location, they have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country.
2: It's, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but to me, uh, I mean, if you look at actually, you know, if you if you look at the, the, the textbook definition of what racism is, They're uh, racist. The, assumption, the assumption that, that you know any minority uh doesn't somehow have the capacity to 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 vote like white people do if you know based on the law that is the most racist thing i have ever heard you know it comes like the voter id law. oh you know well black people can't get ids what do you mean black people can't get ids there's no difference between black people and white people if i get an id a black person get an id any any minority person can get ID, and, and I mean, I mean, you're like I'm sure, you're like me, Joe. I want every legal person to vote. Every every legal person in this country that wants to vote and is interested, I want them to be able to vote. Okay, I mean, if I, I mean,
1: I, I, if I could, I'd arrange them to the, you know ride to the polling place. For well, goodness' sake, and and frankly, the only people that are out there manipulating things are the Democrats. They're manipulating everything. They're lying about everything. And they're convincing. Yes. They're convincing the most weak among us, weak, weak, weak among us, that that somewhere along the line, that they don't have the ability to be be heard. I mean, they're running around with these little e-bits.
2: May I give you a yes, a yes, and on that one. Uh, the 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 willing accomplices in the Republican Party, the people who call themselves Republicans, but but uh don't share any of my uh, many of my values or things I mean they're, they're' they're standing in lockstep in some case with them or uh, they simply stand by and say nothing which is almost as bad and they let uh, they let these narratives just just fly uh, and and uh, it's just you know what are you gonna do? well we we're, <laughs> we're doing it so we're. <laughs>
1: Well, and, and we are doing it, and I think that, the, that what we have to remember is that Rome wasn't built in a day, but you can knock it down in a day, and they're trying to knock it down in a day, and we're trying to build back up the things that they have knocked down, and they have literally knocked down. They have burned buildings, they have killed people, they have created hate, chaos, and, and they have literally become the party of terrorists. The Democrat Party are nothing but terrorists. They're they're not just domestic terrorists. They're foreign terrorists because foreign terrorists are actually inside of the De- the Democrat Party on our soil. Terrorists.
2: You know I I can't disagree. I mean you you you're you're right. I just you know really pointing out the fact that you know that they've got some enablers in the Republican Party too, and you can't forget that. Uh, they do. and and, you know i I love you know (laughs) i happen to think the primary season has it been perfect no but has it been i think really good yes uh we've had some really good uh uh surprises uh for you know for them um i i i tend to think that this is a very good harbinger for uh for november and uh we've got to keep our, our somehow keep running at, you know until until november uh, just get that vote out get you know overwhelm overwhelm the fraud with excessive turnout uh it happened with kerry lake it's happened uh, you know in many other places
1: so I want to put this up there, C4. We talked about this just before you got on, but Sarasota school board had a 3-2 uh, liberal majority. Today, Ron DeSantis endorsed candidates one and flipped the school board, so it's now a 4-1 anti-wokes indoctrination and pro-parenting rights group. So th- this is a, I mean, this is a big win. And we have a video that I want to play real quick because you talked about wins. And we're winning, and Jeff, they're cheating. They're still cheating massively in the primaries. They're trying they're oh, yeah. to, to align the Democrat with a weaker candidate. You have Mitch McConnell running his mouth. Now you have the, them saying it might not be a, as big of a red wave. We have all the things that happened over the last couple days and the last couple of weeks across the, across the country. I mean, we're winning things while they're cheating. DeSantis yes. came out and said, I'm, I'm arresting 20 people and indicting them for election crimes inside of a state. He's the only one in the entire country That's standing up inside of a state. And he's recognizing that that the systems inside of of Florida have to go. Someone close to DeSantis, I had a conversation with them last Wednesday, said that DeSantis is thinking about outlawing mail-in ballots and voting machines. Imagine if that happened. Imagine if they got on the same page and that happened. What would happen in Florida?
2: It'd be the tipping point for the country, perhaps.
1: I think that that's the that's the thing we have to start pushing forward is those tipping points because we keep having the rug pulled out from under us by the CIA operatives and things like that. But let's go ahead and play this We can't C5.
4: They are nonpartisan races that have become all too political this year and perhaps there's no better indication of that than what happened Tuesday night here in Sarasota County where GOP supporters are not only celebrating the wins of school board candidates but also the power and influence of Governor DeSantis over voters and education here. Out of the 30 tonight, I'm excited to report that 25 of the 31. GOP supporters in Sarasota County are celebrating what they describe as a major victory for the local school board. Let me introduce you to one of your two, but one of your two new school board members, Robin Marinelli. Voters in the county flipping the board from a liberal majority to a conservative one. And the governor, who would have ever thought? Three seats up for grabs, all three won by conservatives, endorsed by Governor Ron DeSantis. I think we all would have won anyway, but maybe not as much because he got people out to vote and said how important this is. So this it was a thrill. It's a power flip in a nonpartisan race. The governor and conservative moms group, Moms for Liberty have turned into a political battlefield with parents' rights and preserving conservatives.
1: Oh yeah, oh, it's back, it's back, it's back. Oh my gosh, it keeps popping up everywhere. What is it's that?
2: It up over the last couple days. I don't get it. Uh, but you know, that is, that is, if I was watching that last night. Isn't it something, Joe, that the, uh, this, I mean, having, I'm sure you've been following elections for a while and, and so have I, uh, this is, this is not how primaries used to work. In other words, the primaries for the, on the Republican side uh, have have become uh, more like a, a a general election. Yeah. In that, that you, know, uh, I, you know, I you know I heard you know someone say uh, uh, that said you yeah, know you know the Republicans took this or you know this or that or the other thing you know, um, and it's like you know they were running against other Republicans. Okay, but I think what's happened is that, that we now understand the schism in the Republican Party between the ones who are America first and have our values and all that, and then those uh, uh, leftovers from the past, uh, the rhinos, if you will. But you know I mean, these, these primaries have been wonderfully contentious uh, ideolo- ideologically. Uh, you know, oftentimes in a primary, Uh, Especially a local primary, something like that. You're basically choosing between two people. That what's the difference? I don't know. You know, maybe I like the one looks better or something. But I mean, this is the the ideological turn. This uh, this primary season was exactly what we hoped for, isn't it?
1: It is absolutely what we'd hoped for. But we are seeing the stronghold of election machines and the fraud that they create in places like California and in Colorado where you'll see whole states that lose the America first on the Republican side. You've seen the manipulation that's happened with Democrats switching over to be independents and open primaries. You see GOP uh, chairs like Christy Burton Brown who are standing against, I mean, they're, they're literally standing with the Democrats. You could have closed the primaries, made it very difficult for Democrats to influence primary elections, but didn't do that because, frankly, they didn't want American first candidates in, in office. These are traitors to America. You see, you see Republicans that have had, a, had a, a record for, you know, 20, 30 years of standing against American values, standing against Republican values, their voting records stand for themselves, now switching parties from Republican to Democrat. Um, we had one, uh, Kevin Priola in Colorado, that switched over. But this guy was a a Democrat anyway, because it's easy to be a left-wing nutball that lies his entire life and says he's one thing that he's not, and then stands up and says, oh, yeah, now I think Democrats are the way to go. Let's kill babies. Let's, I mean, imagine what you would have to do to go stand with a Democrat party. You'd have to be anti-life. You'd have to be pro destroying the Constitution. You'd have to be stupid and blind to see what they've done to inner cities and what they degraded in education to people who are the most disadvantaged. You'd have to be blind and stupid.
2: I absolutely agree. The, uh, <laughs> you have to. I mean, in a lot of cases, be anti God. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, it just you know, it just makes it's hard for us uh, to imagine that. I, I get, you know, I get that, but I think another thing the primaries taught us, to, you know, kind of what you're saying is that, uh, you know, Colorado's primaries were obviously a disaster. Uh, in in a lot of ways, I think I think that we're seeing uh, proof of which states are the most corrupt uh, because they're really they're really showing up like a like a sore thumb. Uh, in these primaries you have place like you know florida and, and, and other states where you, know, you you have america first candidates who you know despite the fraud despite everything they're up against they're still managing to win uh and then you have a state like colorado and others in which uh it was just too much the the, the you know the, the the meddling uh was too much uh, I've, I've seen too many really good candidates go down across the country in these primaries so i'm not saying that this primary season has been a, a you know a, a, a ripping success but it has been positive in a lot of places uh, around the country well uh, i mean it's, I- it's, also out, it's also pointed out if we needed any more pointing out where our worst problems are those are bubbling to the top
1: well we 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 know that going into this this off season election right this this midterm election that we have been we have seen so much fraud we saw a coroner's race in El Paso County when they were counting where hundreds of ballots Jeff were only voted on for the county for the for the coroner hundreds of ballots that on each on each batch that were just voted for the coroner how is that possible Jeff is that possible one after another
2: uh, you have to put yourself in the person's shoes you know um, I don't know if these were you know, in person or not, but somebody actually went to the trouble and took the time to vote because they were so yeah. excited by the coroner race. Just the, they they couldn't wait till they could vote in the coroner race. And it's like, okay, that's it. I'm just I'm done. I, I, I've done my part for America. i have got to get my guy into the coroner race. That's all I care about. Yeah, yeah and, that's what. I- and
1: and, uh, and again, it was an American First candidate. Every American First top line candidate in Colorado lost with the exception of the two that would not talk about elections.
2: That's disturbing. It is. I'm I'm, I'm aware of that, and that is disturbing. Very disturbing. Well,
1: we, we know that we're behind enemy lines. We're going to be doing a show on that later. Jeff, I'm going to give you the last word because we're out of time, and then after you do that, I'm going to pray for you because we're going to take that target off of you, Jeff. We're going to take that target off of you, and we're going to tell people right here publicly that what you do to one of us, you do to all of us, Right, And we're not waiting for justice. You, you come after Jeff and you do something to Jeff. Uh, I can guarantee you, you'll get a knock from me and many, many, many other people. So Jeff, final word from you.
2: Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, I, just, I just hope that, that anybody who hasn't uh, watched what happened over the weekend takes the time uh, to go back and, and watch it. And, and really watch it critically. Uh, I think every part of it, frankly, was important. Uh, of course, you know my parts for the most important. Just, just kidding. <laughs> uh, but uh, the uh, there is an awful lot there, and and I also, and people who are confused about you know the last part of that, the, the you know the, the PCAP things, really, really go back and watch that segment again, because there is, I think I think the answers to most people's questions is in that segment, that it has sort of, uh, you know, you know, kind of the information that's been so controversial and caused such an uproar uh, that, that, you know, if you go back through, uh, look at what's presented and, uh, and, and, and keep an open mind. And that's all I did. I was negative about this whole thing. I thought uh, I didn't think I was going to see anything real. Uh, what I saw convinced me and and that was really that really at this point that's it. Now we wait for you know other processes to to conclude, and we'll all hopefully find out more. So. Yeah,
1: and and frankly, it's it's been a long, long pathway. It's been twenty months, right? We've been doing this for twenty months, and uh, you know you said that I've you know I've been digging into elections for I've been digging into elections for twenty months. I mean, really, if you think about it, not even that. 18 months I've been digging into elections they, they forced my hand you know I didn't I didn't have anything to say I had nothing to say about the elections I didn't really understand the the process but now I do and it's very easy to see that the elections across the country have been stolen um, I do have some breaking news by the way and then I want to talk about the the facts blast but um, the breaking news is is that a SWAT team invaded Republican uh, uh, Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene's home at 1 a.m. She was swatted. She was swatted. If you're responsible for a SWAT, you should be. The, one of the punishments should be the death penalty. It should be the death penalty. And you want to know why? We can look through this article really quick. Um, this was sent to me by my my by my friend. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Green, the Republican who has a fiery critic of both the Biden administration and some members of her own party, said on Wednesday she was swatted during the early morning hours. In Wednesday morning tweet, Green, a staunch ally of former President Donald Trump, thanked local police for adding that she would provide additional information at a later date, according to the UK Daily Mail. Last night I was swatted just after 1 a.m. I can't express enough gratitude to my local law enforcement here in Rome, Floyd County. More details to come, she tweeted. This is insane. You're right. So you have John uh, Cardillo that said this is insane and unacceptable. People behind this need to be prosecuted and serve jail time. I would argue, I would argue that they should be subject to the death penalty because how many people have died in swatting events? Many. And so you're literally calling for the execution of people by sending people into harm's way into somebody's home by lying. If you're caught, you should literally face a minimum of a life sentence Life sentence. You go. You should go to prison for the rest of your life, and or be subject to the death penalty if someone is actually actually dies in the commission. Sorry, Jeff. That's my
2: thought. I'm I'm, I'm horrified. We're seeing the death throes of a corrupt beast. Uh, and and uh, I'm like I said, I, I, that was new information. Uh, you know, you know, God help us all, Joe.
1: Before I pray for you, I'm going to do one last thing, which is talk about the CBR records and preserving all records. And there's a letter that was put out there by the Secretary of State of um, uh and Kyle Ardian of Louisiana, and where he said that they must preserve all the re- election records. I think that every state needs to push for it. Every person in every state needs to push for this. And this goes through the poll books, precinct register pages, all voting machine tapes, all reports all public and protective uh, count sheets, all election verification forms, everything. A, uh, the ABC layout sheets, um, updated turnout reports, everything. And so this letter, you can use it as a kind of a template, but everyone should be going to talk to the, uh, the, the Secretary of states. The ones that aren't going to do it, like the little communist crap bag in Colorado, Griswold, yes, yeah, so that piece of trash is not going to do it, so we're going to have to push for injunctions to make sure that they actually do that. But this is the thing that we should push towards, is making sure we also preserve all records. And, and lastly, we have a fax blast that goes out today. This is very, very important that we make sure what we're um, running towards. Um, and this is to make sure that we stand with um, President Trump. They have to stand with President Trump. In light of the fact that, that uh, he's been persecuted for the last um, nearly six years. And it's simple what we're actually asking Congress. In addition, attention Congress, additional details surface about the raid on Mar-a-Lago. It becomes clear that this politically motivated violation of President Trump's Fourth Amendment rights, the state is escalating. We the people stand with President Trump and demand remedy for this egregious overreach of the state. Where is Congress? Where are you? President Trump and more votes than any incumbent president in US history, and yet on Monday the Department of Justice and the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago less than 100 days prior to the midterm elections. We, the people, remember when Hillary Clinton couldn't be prosecuted for emails so close to an election, according to the FBI. We remember the claims of Russian disinformation about the Hunter Biden laptop from the FBI. But the DOJ is out of control, as evidenced by the multiple whistleblowers that have come out as such. The prior Congress treated whistleblowers in a certain way. You won't even mention these. Why? According to the ACLU, Fourth Amendment of the United States Constitution guarantees that the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable search and seizure shall not be violated. The amendment arose from the founders concerned the newly constructed federal government would try to expand its power and undermine rights that were guaranteed by Americans by the common law and their state constitutions. Based on experience, they knew that equipped government officers with unfeathered discretion to search and seizure would be a formidable means of oppressing the people. The founder's concern has been fully realized. The FBI is implicated in inciting the riot on January 6th. We the people have seen the footage. It is the cause for this raid is January 6th. And the raid amounts to a cover-up and obstruction of justice. If President Trump has one accomplishment, it was greater than any of his others. It was reigniting the fire of liberty in the American people. It burns hot. Demand for remedy? You must stop the Biden DOJ's weaponization of the federal government against their political opponents. Beginning with Donald J. Trump. The Bill of Rights matters. Get on the right side. This is a dangerous time in U.S., United States history. It is time to choose a side. We the people are watching. Remember your oath. Go say something to Congress. And by the way, there's a lot of members out there that aren't using that right. I can't send it for you on an automatic basis. You have to be the one to push the button. So get in there, push the button, and let's talk to Congress. All right. Jeff, I'm going to pray for you now. If that's okay. You're you're muted, but I'm going to pray for you anyway. Father God, thank you for this man. Thank you for Jeff O'Donnell's commitment, his character, his undying desire to seek truth. Thank you for his stamina, Father. Thank you for his ability to follow wisdom that you have given him. Thank you, Father, for his family supporting him. Thank you for his ability to uh, take the punches and roll. Father, thank you for the other men and women that are that are standing beside Jeff, that stand beside me, that stand beside CanCon, Brian, and that stand behind others, Ash and Sean and the USCIP and FEC United and Cause of America and Mike Lindell. Father, thank you for Mike Lindell. Thank you for the, the, the voice that President Trump has, the way he's able to talk to people. Thank you for the media that's standing up and actually talking about truth. And thank you, Father, for giving us a chance to move towards restoration, to restore you to our community, to our society, to our schools. Thank you for the Supreme Court justices that are standing up for truth and, and saying that these bureaucrats and these people in Washington, the government, should not be doing what they're doing to persecute Americans. Thank you for our leaders, Father, that do stand up. Father, I would ask a special blessing on Jeff. I would ask you to, to build a protective cover around Jeff, around his family. Make it so that no target can be put upon him, that no harm can come to him, that he may maintain his health, his well-being, that he may be protected spiritually. He may be protected emotionally, he may be protected In every way, Father, just I would ask that that hedge of protection around him. And I would ask you to guard his thoughts, his mind, give him peace, and allow him to still have joy. Father, I ask you to put a blessing around Brian Lupo, CanCon. I would just ask you to to reach into his heart, give him the stamina, give give him the ability to multiply time as he does so many things, Father. Father, I ask you to put a blessing over Mike Lindell and his company and the people around him. I would ask you to give him peace. I would ask you to reach in and give him the opportunity to slow down a little bit at times and just realize the joy around him. He is doing so much, Father. I would just ask you to give him the ability to sleep, to have peace when he does sleep, to have health, to, to guard his heart and mind, and to, to just put a, a hedge of protection around him so that no one can do harm to him, Father. Father, we, we know that we're here because we didn't pay attention, so forgive us, Father. Forgive us for not standing up sooner, for not recognizing the dangers to our society and to our children. And I would ask you to make it so that we we don't have a red wave. We have a wave of Americans across this nation that our voices are heard. I would ask you to break these machines, that they are not allowed to do the things that they were designed to do. I would ask you to stop the USPS and the... the these apparatuses of the NGOs, that they are not allowed to do things with mail-in ballots. I would ask you to crush the mail-in ballots that are being created in order to steal the voice of the American people. I would ask you, Father, to do all of those things, supernaturally do those things. I would ask you to bring those people that are violating our voter laws and and doing things that are un-American, be brought to justice. I would ask you that we know vengeance is yours, but we don't right now that we we need Merrick Garland to pay the price. We need him to be held accountable. We need people in our government to be held accountable. And we need to stop these machines like Demcast and these organizations that have been designed to destroy and propagate and lie to the American people. We need to shut those down, Father. And I would just ask you to just allow those things to happen. If it's your will, Father, I would allow that to happen and to wake people up and to bring them to the fight. I ask for all of these things, Father. With immense gratitude in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. My friend. Well, I got to tell you, I just got into that one. I was really, I just wanted, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted the Lord to know that I want this. i This is a, this is a, this is like one of those prayers that you're like, I'll jump over the moon if I could, but I can't. But, I would. I'd try. I might fall short.
2: You might make it with me.
1: Yeah. Jeff O'Donnell, thanks for joining us today. We'll have you on again. God bless you. We'll talk soon. God
2: oh, how did I find
1: too. you? Oh, sorry. I Totally. Magaraccoon.com. Sorry, Jeff. What's Thank wrong with you. Me?
2: Thank you. That's good. And uh, uh, my, my telegram, it was A, the letter A, Lone, L-O-N-E, Raccoon. That's my telegram channel
1: a lone uh, raccoon that's anyway. two c's yep. two o's guys
2: yeah. uh and and i i, I try to that's kind of like the first place i will put stuff when i, when I figure it out <laughs> so and, and i've yeah. got a very good working there so if you want to help out with uh records or all the other things going that would be a good uh, a good start for for anybody All
1: right. Well, I tell you what, I I appreciate all the work that you're doing. I think that we've covered you in a shield of protection, and I think that people uh, after the show will be praying for you as well. Um, As always, you know that if you need me, I'm just a phone call away, a flight away. I'll be right there.
2: going to make me cry, Joe. Thank you.
1: I got you, brother. Jeff O'Donnell, thank you. Take care. I want to give a shout out to our sponsors, one of which is Mike Lindell and My Go to My Pillow, My Store, buy my coffee, use code CD21. That's Charlie David21. I also want to give a shout out to one of our other sponsors, which is uh, CD DCF Guns. Uh, you can go to DCFGuns.co. Use promo code Joe J O E. If you do that, you can save five percent on everything, including weapons. Um, give them a shout out. Let them know where you are and what you need, and they will take care of you. We carry somewhere between 7 and $10 million in inventory at all times. If you don't see something you like, just pick up the phone and call DCF Guns as well, and they'll take care of you. Three locations if you're in Colorado. One in Castle Rock, that's our flagship, and two in Colorado Springs. Um, That is uh, one on the west side and one on the east side. Go over there and give them your business. If you are a part of FEC United and in Colorado, you actually save 20% off. You have a Patriot discount. Um, off of memberships and training, uh, you can save up to 50% off. We have massive training going on there. We have, uh, I think, some of the most elite trainers out there, one of which ID, IDPA, IDPA champion, and we have a bunch of the Special force Forces guys there as well. So go to dcfguns.co to go to the store or dcfguns.com to check out everything about us. We are the largest seller of guns and ammo in the state of Colorado, and we are going to grow across the country. Well, that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'll see you at 4 o'clock tonight. We have some other um, guests tonight. And I've got a fire show that is about to happen with some, some special guests that I think you're going to just absolutely love. Um, I, I can't even talk about it right now because it's... Whew, we've got a lot of explosive information that's coming out. So we'll have those those conversations as well. Until then, I'll see you tonight at 4 o'clock. God bless you all.
0: If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey.